Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. goodness I'm so excited it feels like literally let me make sure this doesn't fall off because I dropped it one time oops I told myself <laughs> um it feels like we have just turned the page <laughs> on 2022 am I the only one who feels that way 
O-M-G. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go ahead and get started. I want to welcome you all to tonight's New Year's Eve Burning Bowl service. Those of you who have been here for the first time for the Burning Bowl, I hope you have a really good time. And those of you who are watching online, I really hope you enjoy yourselves as well. Um, we're going to open up in prayer. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And just allow your consciousness to drift down into your heart center, <clears throat> located in the center of your chest. Now I invite you to quiet your mind and just allow yourself to feel at peace. I am one with the presence of God. Let's say that together. I am one with the presence of God. Say it again. I am one with the presence of God. And one more time. I am one with the presence of God. And take another deep breath. And just allow yourself to move into a deep space of peace and love. Feeling and knowing the love of God in this space is where we pray. Mother, Father, everything God, we know you to be that one power and that one presence that is the only power, the only presence, the only activity active in our lives and in the universe. God, the good, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. As we tune into your energy today, we thank you for your blessing over us right now. We thank you for blessing every aspect of this burning bowl ceremony, this burning bowl service, and even as we write our letters today. We thank you for moving us into a space of allowing this day to be a day where we clean, where we let you clean us out, clean our hearts, and renew us with a, royal, a loyalty and a commitment, a renewed loyal commitment to you. And as we open ourselves up deeply, God, we just move into a presence of quiet, releasing everything from the hustle and bustle of the day, thanking you for bringing us all here safely, knowing your presence is with those who couldn't make it but wanted to be here. And we thank you for your gift of love that loves us no matter what as you guide us through this experience of the burning bowl and the letter to you. We are open to feel your divine love as we release all that no longer serves us and open our hearts, minds, souls, and bodies to receive and embrace our heart's desire. <coughs> As we sit in that quiet, we breathe in a feeling of love and exhale, releasing a feeling of love. And just gently sit for a little bit, breathing in a feeling of love, settling into this moment Exhaling love out into the world. Feeling God's peace. Knowing that in this now moment, all is well. Preparing ourselves to do a great work today. And just sit in that space just for a few seconds or so. 
take one more deep breath, breathing in a feeling of love. And exhale deeply, releasing, letting go, and letting God take that away, purify it to a higher vibration of love and light. We lift this prayer in the mighty name and nature of the Christ within, thanking you, God, for answering our prayers, even when we don't feel your presence. And so it is. Amen. Whew, I had to center myself. I've been a little bit excited about today, <clears throat> a little bit excited about the releasing, and also a little bit nervous. Because I told y'all last week, my word was courageous that, <laughs> that I'm moving into next year. And so I'm feeling myself that I'm probably going to be going into telling my business today. So just preparing myself. So the burning bowl is really important because th throughout our lives, because we are human beings, we have moments, even though we are fully human and fully spirit, we have moments where the human takes over and we may forget who we are as spiritual beings in Christ. And so in those moments, we may think, feel, have emotions, have uh, actions. Whether we say them out loud, or out loud or imagine them is just as powerful that are not godly or in alignment with the love that we are made to be. And so it is perfect every year at the end of the year to close out the year by purifying that. Some people say erase it. But the truth is, you can't really re erase a memory. The memory is there for a reason. And when I started researching this more, I loved what I heard. I heard this one person, one minister, talking about how he was so um, grateful that when Jesus was resurrected, he didn't get rid of the scars. He had the scar on his side and the scar on his wrist and on his ankles. They were still there to remind us of the transformation that happened, the miracle that happened. And so those areas in our life where there are scars left, that is a perfect understanding when we go into a higher vibration of the parts of our consciousness that create a deep sense of character, that help us to see that we can move through anything, and that when we move through anything, we can be purified through the power of pure love. So that memory can be changed into something higher. I have a memory, and it's taken me a little bit to get rid of it as far as the emotional charge that it has. And that's the purpose of tonight's burning bowl is get, to get rid of the emotional charge that's blocking us from moving forward. Because if that unloving, ungodly, dark area is still in your heart, is blocking an expression of the Christ and the love within you that you may be emanating and resonating out and radiating out stronger in a stronger presence of who you are meant to be. And so hurts, resentments, angers, fears, worries, insecurities, all of those lower vibrational hurts, all of those lower vibrational um, thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that we hold on ourselves can leave a little mark there. And when you heal, it leaves a little scar. Just like if you have bronchitis or something, it still can leave a scar in the lung when you're healed from it. We're finding out that even with COVID, the COVID experience, some people are still having scars in their lungs or in their body from the experience of COVID. Well, I have an emotional scar that I'm carrying with me. And I've been talking to you guys about my daughter. 
And I'm going to use this time intentionally to release the emotional charge of this memory. When my daughter was younger, she used to not necessarily intentionally mess with her brother, bother her brother, hurt her bro hit her brother, whatever. She did it for the attention because the negative attention was still um, attention. So she'd do it. She's very impulsive. I told you guys she was, she was diagnosed with uh, ADHD, obsessive compulsive dis disorder, and oppositional defiance. So it was hard to keep her kind of on task sometimes. She was bothering her brother real bad, and she was scaring him. She kept telling him it was a bug on him. <laughs> he was crying and screaming. So one day, and I told him, go to your room, Dion. One day she was yelling in his room, there's that bug, there's that bug. And she was, he was screaming and having a fit. She was terrorizing her brother. She thought it was funny. She was little. She was only eight years old or so. She thought it was funny. But it wasn't funny. It was hurting him, you know? So I, 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 I um, grabbed her by the arm, and I um, rammed her, pushed her down into her room, and I closed the room and locked the door. I accidentally scratched her neck a little bit. My daughter loved being around her father in her father's house because she had more. I, I, she did. She had more. It was a better house. It was, it, it, was, it was a lot better place than mine was, and she wanted to go with her dad. So she thought if she hurt herself and told them that I did it, that her father would be able to take her. She didn't know that they'd take her to foster care first and all of those proceedings, right? So she dug at her neck real bad and told her dad, it's hurting. And they took her to her doctor. Her doctor called Protective Services. I had to go into Protective Services. And I was almost arrested. And that pain is still there because it was a lie. And my daughter spent a lot of her life telling untruths. I'll be real, they were lies. And because I was always there, and my schedule was the one where I decided to stay home or have the schedule that, that I was there most. I got the brunt of it. So I realized, and this wasn't even something that my daughter said that she, she someone told me that um, my daughter said something, and she really didn't say it in that way. So I went right into that rage of the lie and called her father up and yelling at her father, see, she's still lying, just like when she almost put me in jail. And I love my daughter. But I'm realizing that a big part of me still feels like I'm not a good mother. So that's why I was still holding on to that anger. You know? And it's keeping me from, it was, it was keeping me from getting close to her. She would say, Mommy, you know, you don't call me as much. And they're like, I don't feel like being bothered with you hearing you lie again. Like that was my resentment and my adjustment towards my baby. That's my scar, my battle scar. And it's a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that she's done because of her way of being that has actually strengthened me and made me a better mother because I'm the one that advocated for her. And it makes me understand when other people have issues with their children or their children may make choices or something that they still stand in a space of love. And I promise you there were moments that I kept saying, why do I have to be the bigger person? Why me? Why do I still have to keep her? Why can't I just let her go to her father? Because I wasn't ready yet. When she turned 16, 
I let her go ahead and go. Actually, I had to kick her out the house, if I be real, because she didn't want to follow the rules. And it took years for us to reconnect. And really, I was always there. I was always there. I was always there. But she didn't want to come back, and she didn't want to talk it, and I waited for her to be ready. And I thought I was over this. But the threat of going to jail is a scar that's been holding me from being a deep, loving expression of a mother to my daughter. It's holding me back from being a high expression of love, period. Because there's an apprehension that I might be lied on or something. Do you understand that? Do you get that? So today, I want to release that. I want to release the charge. The memory is still there. The situation is still there. But the beautiful blessing out of it is that I was still an expression of love even though she was that way towards me. I still welcomed her home. I still loved her. I still held her as hard as it was to not. I still held her. She still knew that I loved her even after I had to end up going through parent con uh, uh, parenting classes. And that felt a little humiliating. But I did what I had to do to be an expression of love for my child. And I learned, and I was open to that. That's a scar. What scars are you all holding? What has penetrated deeply a relationship with your, maybe your husbands or your, because I got ex-husbands too. Maybe something like that or relationships with coworkers or relationships with family members who are siblings or situations you were in, financial situations. What are you harboring in your heart right now that's keeping you from being a brighter light that you're meant to be? There's a scripture I want to use today, and today's set, this segment right here is called Create in Me a Clean Heart. And the scripture comes from Psalm 51.10, and that's what it says. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Let me turn to it. I like reading it from the Bible. Nothing like actually reading the words, and I got this all marked up. Y'all know I've been all up in my Bible. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Now, this is a uh, psalm that uh, David, King David, had written after he had kind of got uh, lustful and was doing his little dabbling things with um, Bethsaida, Bathsheba. And um, had an affair with her, got her pregnant, and then tried to have her husband come home to cover it up, and it didn't work, and then she, he, had his he had her husband killed. This is connected to that, which is why he's saying, do not banish from me your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me, because he felt the presence of God, and he felt in his heart that he deserved to be punished. And in our human space, we think that we will be abandoned by God or our parents if we do something wrong. But the truth is that God is not a human being that acts on emotion. The truth is God is absolute. And when you shift your consciousness and you set your intention to have that, that area in your heart be cleared, and the, air, the heart represents the subconscious, the place where we're holding on to those memories, those circumstances, those situations that we need to purify and burn away. It's not the memory. It's what that charge that it has on you and has a hold on you. That's what you're releasing. Amen? Amen. 
So as we go into this creating a clean heart with God, I want to go to another scripture that really brought it all together to me when I heard it. I think I heard Joyce Meyer say it, and I was like, wow. It is Isaiah. No, not Isaiah. This is Romans. We'll go to it's Romans. Romans 8, 28. It says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. And we, you've heard me talk about this before. And are called according to his purpose for them. So what we're going to do is we're going to thank God for the experiences that we had that we are releasing the charge to. We're going to shift our vibration of whatever is that lower feeling into a higher expression of the lesson that we learned from it. Everything has happened in our life. You hear everything happens for a reason, and we co-create with God. But life just happens. And you can find the, re the lesson in it, and when you find the lesson in it, that's how you find the reason in it. Does that make sense to everybody? And so let us move into the space where we release and we let it go. And we surrender that emotional charge that it's had on our life. Even if you're angry at God, when my nephew died and I saw it was going to happen, an eight-month-old baby dying on Christmas, and I was so angry at God, why would you let that happen? I was angry at God, and I had to release that as well. I want you all, as um, Faith is going to come up and sing, she's going to sing this song that I love having her sing called This Inner Space. And as she sings this song, I want you to just take it in, because we're going to go into a brief meditation. I want you to just take in the song. And as she sings the part that says, just breathe, I want you to breathe in slowly and exhale slowly for the length of that word as she's, breathing, as she's singing that word, breathe. I want you to let the words penetrate you deeply and prepare you to go into this meditation so we can purify those areas in our heart that are actually afflicting our soul because the soul is made of your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. And if one of them's out of whack, both the whole soul is out of whack. Let's bring the marriage together with what it is that we're thinking and what we're feeling in our subconscious and our heart are in alignment with God. Let's take those experiences and thank God for those experiences and let's release the charge those experiences had on us. You may not know what you're releasing. It's okay. Let the song prepare you and still go through the, go through the meditation when I come back up. Let God do the work. That's the reason why we're going to be going into this inner space. So let's go ahead into the inner space. space has the power to set us free it's the cavern of creation and the truth of you and me this inner space an eternity of time it's the moment of the holy now and the allness that is mine. 
inner space contains all that I need from deep within the invisible flows the living air I breathe this inner space is flowing in my bones it stirs my heart it stirs my mind and every prayer I've ever known and I say
So now as we are in that space, I invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. Feel the presence of that breath that you took taking you over, bringing forth those things that you need to release from this year or from your life in order to fully move forward into, into 2023. Take another deep breath and just breathe in a feeling of love. And just let yourself relax. Surrender into the inner space of God within you. Faith was singing about the Christ within. The spark of divinity within each and every one of us. Let it come to you, the things that you need to release. And as you feel led, begin to write those things down on your paper. I invite you to write the emotional charge, the emotion that's connected to the situation. I invite you that as you write that into the paper, on the paper rather, infuse that feeling into the paper. And you may go ahead and do so now with your pencil. just follow spirit it may be something like anger resentment unforgiveness whatever comes to mind insecurities anything that comes to mind that's a lower vibration infuse it into this paper so that when we come up and burn it you will release it completely, transmuting it into a higher expression of God. judgment, disappointment, whatever comes to mind.
then we're going to start from the back. I'd like you to come down the aisles and then along the outside and go back up. So we can start from the back and the, uh, the um, prayer chaplains will guide you. So we'll start with those of you who are up in the, in the back. You can come on down first. Briefly touch it, the paper will flash. Briefly touch it and let it go. I release, I let go. Yes. And as you burn the paper, I release, I let go. paper. I release, I let go. And when you see the flame, let it go. No, not that one, the smaller one. Yeah, the smaller paper? Okay, I'll give you, well, Go ahead and put it on the side then. It's going to take a minute to burn. Yep, yep. I'll light it last. <laughs> you didn't have a small piece? All right, yep. It must have fallen off then. I release, I let go. You got to do yours, too. You can do yours. You already wrote something? Did you already write yours? Yay. He was good. No, he wrote it ahead of time. Yay. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. That's a little tricky, that lighter.
There you go. You said lady first. Okay, good. That one caught fire. Yeah, I'm hoping the paper. Yeah. Let's close our eyes and let's just have a gentle prayer as we release this. Take a deep breath. Breathing in the feeling of a clean heart, a clean consciousness, a clean subconsciousness. You've released the power of that memory. And even if it feels like the scar is still there, that's okay because that is a part of your character that strengthens you into a strong, stronger vibration of the light of God. And if there's any residuals, that's okay. Let God do God's work that in that inner space. So take a deep breath and breathe in love. And exhale, love. Let your attention float down into the center of your chest. God, we thank you for this ceremony. We thank you for being the light, the fire that purified away all hurts, all lower vibrational emotions, frequencies, thoughts, habits, behaviors, actions, purifying them into a higher vibration of the God, the Christ, the love, the light, the truth that we are, moving us into opening ourselves up to what is new for 2023. We are excited to receive. We let go. We let God. We are ready to grow. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now we're going to have our next song, and then we will do our letter to God. Straight ahead, there's nothing but blue. 
that's let go of the sand and you drift up to a higher vibration. Thank you for that song. Can we give them another hand? I, I am, I, um, I'm just excited. So I let that go. Um, well, I thought I let all of the charge of that go that I shared with you when I had a conversation with my daughter. I, I was courageous and I talked to my daughter and I shared with her how I was feeling. And it worked. And, and I looked at her and I realized she's not the same person she was when she was eight years old. She's 29 years old, 21 years later, and she's an amazing young lady doing her best. I made an assumption that she lied and she didn't. And so when we let go, you let go completely. There will be moments, though, that something, something will come up. So what we do is we move into remembering why God, why we're here. And in Isaiah, let's see, let me find it, let me find it. Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9, God says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. So God has for us, let me see if it's good, for just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so this is 8 and 9, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Our purpose that, that God has for us is for a future, for joy, a future for good, and for hope. And so those things that we are hoping for for 2023, we've released all the things that are holding us back, and now we are floating up to a higher stratosphere, a higher atmosphere, and we are ready. Are you ready? Okay. (laughs) All righty. Some of us are more enthusiastic than others. Nah. I'm going to try it again. I'll give you a second to take a deep breath. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. The reason I do that, and I know I joke with you with it, but it's serious to affirm your truth with the power of truth. If you affirm your truth with a human weakness, you're going to get rinky-dink human weakness. I plan to go into 2023 with a bang. I don't know about y'all, and we just saw some banging going on. And I know because, like I said, my word is courageous. So I'm going to be doing some deep soul searching, some deep soul healing. And I know our theme for 2023, and it is spiritual uh, health and wellness. Thank you, God. Spiritual health and wellness. And we're going to be starting up our spiritual health and wellness ministry as well. So this is powerful for us. That when I ask, even if you faking it and faithing it, 
still try and say it with the enthusiasm that is in your heart that, because it's there. Bring it up and out so that you co-create through the power of your voice that truth that you're stepping into. Now you move from the power of the hoping that it is so to the faithing that it is so. The difference between hoping is you have a confident expectation that it will be so, and faith means that you know right now in this very moment it is so. Amen? And I'm claiming it for all of y'all. I'm not just claiming it for me. If I got to hold the whole unity of Farmington Hills Church up, I got shoulders. They little, but they big spiritually. They can hold you up too. They can hold you up too. I have the faith that we are all stepping into our heart's desire. And you cannot step into your heart's desire rinky-dink. I'm just saying. Because your heart is big. Your heart is the spirit of God. Tuning into is the consciousness, your subtle consciousness, tuning into the spirit of God. It's the infinite part of you. It's time for us to play it big. And it's time for us to play it big from the spiritual bigness of yourself. And that's what we're going to do for 2023. Amen? Amen. Cool beans. Okay. I think that's all I'm supposed to say. I'm just kidding. Okay. So what we're going to do. I want you to, um, we're going to have our next song. I made this one short. I'm just following spirit. Oh, before I, before I finish, I did one, um, I just wanted to share a testimony of my burning bowl experience one year where I released, this was a year when I um, had lost my, I was going through a divorce, lost my job, lost my car. My daddy said, we got to move in six months. And I'm like, what the what? And so I did end up getting a job. I ended up getting, I mean, getting my car first. I ended up getting a car, ended up getting a job, and I ended up being able to move. And while I was contemplating, I became, I was a substitute teacher at this time. And while I was contemplating and feeling the joy of God, I was asking for a sign that I'm on the right path. I was asking for a sign, even going into ministry, that I was on the right path. And I promise you, God will give you a sign. It was my first day back as a substitute teacher, and I was subbing for a fourth grade class. And they were a really good fourth grade class. And I was being my child of heart self. I cannot come into places and just be dull. I got to laugh somehow. So y'all know it. <laughs> I'm a silly willy. But they were really getting it, and I was enjoying it. And so it was the end of the day. Everybody was leaving out. And a little girl came up to me, fourth grader. And she said, I have something for you, Reverend, uh, I wasn't Reverend Kelly yet, M Mrs. Coles, I was Miss Coles then. And I said, okay. And so she showed me this picture. She drew. It's me. That's how she saw me. And I'll leave it up here for you guys to see it. It's a caricature with joy on her face. And she said that, and she even signed it. Because I asked her, what does she like to do? And she said, I like to draw. And she said, you want me to draw you? I forgot. Yeah, you can draw me. And during her quiet time, when she had finished her work, she drew a little caricature of me, a little cute picture. And I framed it because it's so cute. My hair was lighter then. I did have black glasses on. And I had a blue turtleneck on. And she, she captured that. But what I was really wanting to resonate at that time was being a joyful spirit that came to God with the heart of a child. And the heart of a child drew a picture of me. Isn't that beautiful? So as we celebrate going into this new year, I promise you you're going to have your own. This was my sign from God, and I, I framed it and I had it up on my bookcase. And when I was doing um, 
Zooms, I took it down. But I'm promising you I'm putting that back on up there because that's a symbol of me stepping into my new. I had, burned, I had burned and released all of the charge of everything, the losing my car, losing my job, losing all of that. And I had stepped into the joy of a new car, a new, and I had my own place. And then I had an example that God was listening to me as I stepped into being a minister with this picture. Come to God with the heart of a child, with a huge imagination when you write your letters to God. Don't rinky-dink God because you're going to shortchange yourself. Does that make sense? Whatever you feel in your heart led to write down, write it down. And don't put a timing on when it's supposed to be. Just write it down and don't put a how or a a when or what's going to happen. Just write it down. And I promise you, it will happen. When I was little, I practiced being a teacher, I practiced being a preacher, and I practiced being a mother. I am all three right now in this job. I am all three right now. And so as we go into this next song, which is, what is it, the... Give me the words to speak. Hear it in your heart. God speaking to you. And then when we go into our space, you'll be ready to write your letter to God. We'll have our next song. But I know that I owe 
you having fun. <laughs> He's speaking with his fingers, and Lauren's speaking with a drum and his voice, and the rest are singing and speaking. <laughs> it is so much fun to see them having fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Oh, no? <laughs> okay, some of you maybe, some of you. Well, it was for me. Fun to see them having fun. <laughs> yes. Just as we're closing out the 25th year of our church, uh-huh. Oh, woo! Twenty-five years ago. Oh, wow! And he's been back. Last year, he was here for our burning bowl too. And so I'm glad that Nicholas Nut brings in the big wigs when he's not here. (laughs) 
Nicholas brings in the big wig. There, um, I gotta share this. Uh, hold on, let me find it. The, I was sharing with you all Stevie Wonder's song, Don't You Worry About a Thing, and how when I'm going through my night terrors or my, ish, my things, that that song comes to me. And I was talking to my son, and I know you, know you guys know that he had his little panic attack and stuff and ended up going through his experience, and he's doing a lot better now too. And there's one thing that was in this song that really stood out to me. There's two things, rather. One of them is um, because God is that aspect. So as I'm going into imagining it, I'm feeling the presence of God guiding me into it because wherever you are, God is there. There's another piece that meant something to me too, and it says everybody needs a change, a chance to check out the new, but you're the only one to see the changes you take yourself through. So as you go through writing out your letter today, don't put yourself through any changes. Let it come. Don't question it. Don't doubt it. Be the expression of it. Celebrate it as you're writing it. Bring it from spirit down into paperwork so that you can read it. And then afterwards today, put it in your Bible or somewhere safe where you can revisit it and see it on a regular basis. I, I have all my, I have about three of them in my Bible right now. So let's go ahead and just gently close our eyes and take a deep breath. Move back into that quiet space within your heart. Feeling and knowing the presence of God is there, right there with you. And ask, what is next in my life? And as you're sitting there, I'll read the little letter on top of the, the little letter that's on top of this paper. I acknowledge your presence and power, O blessed spirit. In your infinite wisdom, erase my mortal limitations and bring into manifestation my world according to your perfect law. Thank you. And now as we've affirmed that we're releasing our hold on limitations and re-engaging into the spiritual infinite expression we are, write out what you feel led to do or led coming to you for 2023. And if you just want to put short sentences, you can. But, and if you need paper, please let us know so we can give you a piece of paper to write out.
about one or two more minutes. down your last little word. The beautiful thing about this is you can still add to it tonight before before we go in. And even in 2023, you can still add to it. You don't have to burn it. So I invite you to fold your letters. Bring them up to your heart. with love from our clean heart, our clean consciousness, our elevated state and feeling of the presence of God. Gently close your eyes. Feel the power within you, the power and the presence of God within you, knowing that it's deeper than that power and presence being within you. It is you, that everything you wrote down, that is your heart's desire is not just hoping for it to be so. It is already yours right now. And we thank you, God, for your gift. We thank you, God, for this beautiful letter. We thought we were writing it to you, but God, you were writing it to us. We thank you, God, so much for your powerful love that will guide us into manifesting everything on this, these letters. We support each other in co-creating that which we've written down on our letters. We take a deep breath and we breathe in love, gratitude, opening our hearts to receive these gifts deeply. And we lift this prayer in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ. Thanking you, God. Thanking you, God. Thanking you, God, from the bottom of our hearts. And so it is. Amen. So now we're going to... Um, have our love offering blessing. So I invite you to bring to mind what you feel led to give for our burning bowl ceremony today. And also I want to share, if any of you are not going to be able to make it tomorrow for the uh, white stone ceremony, you can get a white stone as you leave. Um, and those of you who weren't able to make it today or next week, those of you who are watching online, you can still ask for one when you come back again next week. 
Um, you can get a white stone and, and you can write your name on there um, that we're going to do white stone ceremony tomorrow. But I just wanted to let you all know that you can get a white stone before you leave today um, if you can't make it for tomorrow. And so bring to mind what you feel led to give for your love offering for today. And let's take a deep breath and breathe in a feeling of prosperity. I am prosperous. Together, I am prosperous. In abundant presence of God. Together, in abundant presence of God. Take a deep breath. And let's go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And let's go ahead and affirm, stand up. Let's stand up so we can affirm our prayer for protection. I'm having, I like having us stand when we say this because it means we're standing in the power that we're speaking in. Does that make sense, everybody? So as you pray this prayer for protection and affirm it over our lives here, let's affirm it for the world. Together, the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And now we'll have our peace song. for coming and, and participating. There will be um, a little container you can put your pencils and ink pens in. Someone will be waiting in the back to take your love offerings for today. I hope to see you tomorrow. And I don't know if we're going to do something downstairs. I don't, I, we are. Well, you can come on downstairs and fellowship for a, cup, for a little bit if you want to as well. Uh, thank you again. Know that I love you not as powerfully as God. God loves you and I do too. I may not get there like God, but I'm doing my best to get there. Amen? Amen. I'll see you downstairs. You know what, there's another song, and so it is, that I skipped right on through trying to get out. Um, so if you want to stay around and hear the next song, and so it is.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.